G'day everyone, welcome to Markham's latest podcast episode. I'm Brennan Stead, Markham's Marketing Coordinator, and it's great to have you listening today. In this remarkable episode, we're going to hear, how does Acuron work? Acuron Concrete Hydrogel Treatment is at the core of Markham's suite of multi-benefit concrete treatments. What you're about to hear was originally recorded for the purpose of training our own applicators. We've decided to release this to a broader platform to help with the industry's understanding of a very unique family of concrete treatments. Hydrogels do not coat the surface. They cannot be seen once treatment is complete. Their effect is invisible, invisible strength. I give you Doug McKenzie, Markham's key application technician in Auckland, New Zealand, and Markham's Mark Smith, CEO of Markham. Um, so Mark, tell me, why is Acuron unique? What's, what makes it unique? Well, the main thing is it's a hydrogel. So it's a complex product with a unique catalyst that makes it penetrate into concrete. And it is a colloidal silica, which has very, very small nanoparticles. Colloidal silica, and it sounds very fancy, but colloidal water is fog. Is So it, all it means, colloidal just means a whole lot of particles in suspension that are ready to attach to something or chemically bond to something. So with Acuron, we're not just a colloidal silica, we have a unique catalyst that makes us penetrate into the concrete. And it's not just penetrating down, like via gravity, it's actually molecularly attracted to the concrete. And we would expect that the range of penetration can range anywhere from 100 to 150 mil, even further. And we've seen it go up into the underside of concrete or soffits, We've seen it go sideways into walls and we've obviously seen it go down onto hundreds of thousands of slabs. But what makes Acron the most different is actually the unique catalyst. Lots of people can provide a silicate or a, a lithium silicate, a sodium silicate, but we are colloidal silica, which means that we've got very, very fine nano-sized particles. And to put a bit of perspective, um, perspective around that, it's like saying that if you said that uh, uh, porosity in the concrete was the width of a road, the nanoparticle would be about the size of a human, so that's how easy it is for it to travel down through the porosities. Okay, so that gives us a bit of perspective on the size of the particle. Yeah. Okay. Mark, how did Acuron come across this unique catalyst? Well, the founder, Ken Solomon of Akron, started off when he left school as a lab technician, just a junior lab technician working in the space program for Martin and Marietta Corporation. Now, a lot of us don't understand that the space program has affected a lot of things in our actual everyday life. Okay, what he was originally involved in with a very high up professor was actually helping via catalysts and nanoparticles force the silicone into the ceramics that are used on the external of the space shuttle. That's what they were doing. But that actually went on to have a lot of different things in life. And this is not only limited to this, but one of them, real basic, is your bread bag. Back in the day, you used to have no such thing as a central bakery. You had your local bakery that you went down and got your bread each day and came along back with a paper bag. Okay, well central bakeries started and they had started using plastic bags. 
but the problem is, is that they couldn't get any ink to stick that would go on to have hot bread in it, cool down with moisture, then maybe be put into a fridge, maybe put into a freezer, maybe just left out, all those different temperature zones. So they actually use the same principle, not the same catalyst, the same principle to actually infuse the ink into the bread bag. So time went on and he left that job and he went through a number of different roles and then finally in the late 70s he bought a waterproofing company and he was continually going back and reapplying annually silanes and siloxanes because they would break down. So at the end of the day he went back to his professor and said why can't we get a colloidal silica or sorry why can't we get a product that will go into concrete that will penetrate and stay there and be permanent and that was the original thought so the original thought is he went back to that professor they came up together with the unique catalyst which is a secret it's never been patented no one knows what that is I don't know what it is but all I do know is that on the hundreds of thousands of square meters that I've seen personally, I've seen it go up into concrete, I've seen it go through concrete, I've seen it down into concrete. It's not gravity reliant, it is the unique catalyst that makes Acron the main point of difference. Awesome. So Mark, we've obviously got a whole different array of products here at Mark, and tell me a little bit about the difference, what they are, um, what the differences are between them as well. Well, the first product Acron came out with was the Acron 2000. That is the hydrogel product that has the unique catalyst that transforms moisture from a liquid into a hydrogel. So that is used for waterproofing, moisture protection under floor coverings, durability, curing, hardening, anti-dusting, or a combination of any of those things. So they had that product, that is their first and original product, and the base product also for Acron 7000. Now Acron 7000 is Acron 2000 with a corrosion inhibitor. Why you use Acron 7000 is in places where there's already existing corrosion like fluorides are in there or um, there's an acidic environment like carbonation or something like that. So marine type environments? Marine type environments, okay. yes. The next product they came out with was Acron 300 which again is a hydrogel but it is mixed in at the concrete plant, so we'll talk about that separately. Um, it wasn't until Markham came along in 1996 that we asked for them to develop the Acron 1000. Now the Acron 1000 does all the curing, hardening and anti-dusting benefits of 2000, but it doesn't provide guaranteed waterproofing or moisture protection like the 2000 does. So it is actually, it uses the unique catalyst, but it uses some New Zealand or Australasian sourced ingredients to provide and make the hydrogel. So in short, the Acron 7000 will do the job of 2000 and 1000, but you can't do it the other way around. The other product that has come online in the Acron range is the Acron 2000 Mini. And again, like 7000, it uses the standard 2000 as a base, and it has an extra acrylic modified additive that helps it give some extra protection to the surface for those hygiene environments like aged care or medical. The only other product that Acron actually does do is uh, the Acron 1200, which is not one of the hydrogels. It is purely just a surface hydrophobic product that makes a water repellency on the surface. So 
The 7,000, 2,000, 1,000 MIDI are all the hydrogels with the unique catalyst that we spray on. The 300 is an additive that mixes in, and the 1200 is a surface applied hydrophobic only. Interesting. So Mark, um, we know what Acuron does, but how does it do what it, what it does in terms of getting into the concrete matrix? Is it a topical coating? Is it something that absorbs? Just maybe just tell me a little bit about that. Okay, so first of all I want you to think about um, that we all agree that ancient Egyptians were preserved by embalming. Okay, so Acron forming a hydrogel inside the porosities of the concrete is effectively embalming the inside of the concrete. We are not a membrane, we are not a topical coating, we are internally inside the concrete penetrated in or added in via the admix, depending on which one you use. But the fact of the matter is we're inside the concrete. Now, we all know that if you just put a topical um, coating or sealer or whatever on the surface of the concrete, it's no different to you wearing a raincoat on a rainy day. You still sweat inside your raincoat. Well, a concrete bridge or a concrete structure or whatever that sweats underneath. Them, so they're not stopping the moisture movement. Now it's internationally recognized, no one can dispute this, that if you stop moisture movement within concrete, you stop corrosion. And so that is, if you stop moisture movement within concrete, you also stop the problems of flooring, delaminating and all those different things. If you stop moisture movement in concrete, you also get a better cure. So at the end of the day, real simple, break it down as however technical or scientific you want to get as to how it does it. The actual overriding principle is that it is effectively embalming the concrete. Now I probably should show you on a whiteboard how it actually does it because it's not just break open the concrete and you see something foreign in there. The hydrogel actually forms a calcium silicate hydrate. Now calcium silicate hydrate is actually what forms from cement when it binds concrete together. So that is why we say that Acuron is compatible with anything that's compatible with concrete because we're effectively not putting in anything different than what is put into a standard concrete. It's already there. We are forming a hydrogel, we are embalming the moisture inside the concrete and that means that the moisture can still be used so that the concrete can strengthen because that's another part that people often think, oh well if we hold the water in it won't strengthen. That's It's still got access to move to be able to help those um, calcium silicate hydrates form to their maximum strength but in short Acuron hydrogels are a colloidal silicate small nanoparticle unique catalyst that go into the concrete form a calcium silicate hydrate in the form of a hydrogel that what embalms the concrete it's really easy just think embalming the concrete let's just recap so Acron is a colloidal silica, which just means nanoparticles in suspension, happens to be in water. It has a unique catalyst that once it goes into the concrete it forms a hydrogel, which is a calcium silicate hydrate, that transforms the way moisture is held inside the porosity. That's, that's the technical way, but just think embalming, okay? So with the Acron, it's, to help you understand it, I actually want to go back a little bit to how the concrete structure works because if you understand how the concrete structure works you'll, it's much easier to understand how the actual Acron then comes in and works at a later date. So let's start off with we all agree that concrete has water in it 
and his cement in it. It might have some additives in it as well. It has sand and that is aggregate. So that, you, you can't have concrete unless you have those. There might be other things in it, but that's the basic, basic concrete. Now, what a lot of people don't understand is 100% of the water that goes into the concrete, only a small percentage of that is needed to make cement react. And when cement reacts with water, it forms calcium silicate hydrate, which I'll come back to in a minute. But of that water, and I'm only talking, every mix is different, but of that water, of 100% of the water, only a small percentage is used for the use of turning cement, dry cement into calcium silicate hydrate. The balance of it is, goes out as bleed water. Now bleed water creates the porosities in the first place. And the balance of that is left over as relative humidity, which is the stuff that either cures concrete or is actually the same stuff that's a problem for moisture underneath floor coverings and new concrete. So if we then go on to the next step um, about how do the porosities form. Now I said to you that 100% um, of the water, only a small percentage is used for the use of turnings or cement reactors. Yep. So the rest of it is just there for making concrete workable so you can get it out of the truck onto the ground. Yep. So when you get it on the ground, you've got sand, aggregate, cement and water okay, on the ground. And that's boom, it hits down, you start finishing and screening it off. As soon as that process starts happening, what happens is the porosities start being formed by moisture moving to the top surface and it comes out as bleed water. You'll see that in every concrete. That's why they try and re reduce the amount of water so that you've got less porosity in the first place. But there's always going to be some. You can't make concrete without having some form of porosity. So just as a quick rule of thumb, and this is very basic level, but it is all true principle. The bottom third has its own moisture. The middle third has its own moisture plus the stuff from the bottom. The top has its own, stuff from the middle and the stuff from the bottom. So the top effectively has three times as much porosity as the bottom does, okay? So that's why we ask the applicators to weed concrete. It's not just Acron goes on and is a one coat, two coat wonder. You've got to read the concrete to satisfy the absorbency of the concrete. So you can have the same concrete from the same concrete plant, I mean the same EPA from the same concrete plant, placed by the same finishes, one done with a burnish finish and one done with a broom finish and you can get completely different coverage rates because you're reading the concrete for what it needs to satisfy its absorbency. Why? Because, uh, say a broom finished concrete or a very um, raw finished concrete, it will have a lot, lot more surface porosity to fill. It will have the same down the bottom because it's, because it's rough. Because it's rough. Right. Versus you go across and densely burnish it, you're going to have a whole lot less of that. That's why you're going to use less Acron. But at the end of the day, Acron works in the porosities of the concrete. It's not on the surface, and it is working in the areas that was the porosity was originally made by the moisture escaping via the bleed water. So we make use of these porosities and channels to get our Acron going. Absolutely. So there you have it, folks a unique look at a unique family of concrete treatments. I'd like to thank Mark Smith and Doug McKenzie for their valuable input into this segment 
No doubt you've found it informative and valuable. If you want to find out more, please go to our website, www.markhamglobal.com. We do our best to respond to all inquiries within a business day. We're also happy to take suggestions for podcast topics in the future. What are your concrete pain points in the field? How can we help to educate the industry? Thank you so much for listening. Don't miss our next episode.